Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. Oh, hey. Didn't see you there. Thanks for stumbling upon this episode. Or this show, if it's your first time ever here. And if it is your first time ever here, I'm Anya. And I'm Kylie. And you're listening to Two Degrees Hotter. Uh, And I'm coming at you with a new background. It's true. Uh, New background unlocked. You can't see it because that's not how podcast works. But uh, Anya sees it and you're going to have to take my word for it. So yeah, I'll get into it more in my weekend review. But it's been a hectic week on my Mm -hmm. end. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's why... It was just me last week, so we've got the dynamic duo back this week, and we intended on recording this in person at Kylie's new place because now we are a shorter walk distance, Mm -hmm. but it's gonna rain, and like based on history of recent rain, it's not just gonna like sprinkle, it's gonna like, like the sky is just gonna open, it's gonna trenchly downpour, so I don't really want to get potentially stuck walking back in that, so maybe next time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But for now, you'll have to stick with us on Zoom while we chat about how to get back on track with your finances, which I think will be a fun episode. I, for one, definitely need to get on track with my finances because, like I said, I moved and we don't talk about how expensive moving is enough. We don't talk about that Mm -hmm. enough. It is Mm -hmm. so ungodly expensive. Uh, So I've spent so much of Mm -hmm. my hard-earned money this month and I would like to not spend as much of it uh, in this coming month. So that's what we're going to talk about. It's never too late to get back on track. Uh, and not, that's not even to say that spending money is getting off of track, but we'll get into it in greater detail ahead. And I have no excuse to be off track and overspending, but here I am some, <laughs> somehow managing to do so. So Defying the odds. <laughs> Yes, but before we do that, we'll start with our segments, and you know what to do. I will link the part to skip to if you just want to listen to the main episode content, but stick around. We got we got good things to say. I don't have like a ton of updates this week because I recorded my solo not too long ago in this real world timeline, um, but... I feel like I just wanted to share that I feel like I've had some wellness progress, but I've also had some setbacks. So mm-hmm. my body's like, you can't win. You can't just win. We got to throw yeah. you a curveball. So yeah. my setback is I've been having like very weird sleep, I guess specifically weird waking up. Like, mm. I don't know why. For the last like five days in a row, I have genuinely woken up in like fight or flight mode, like as if I'm being hunted. And for what? Like, I'm going to log on to a computer. But, like, I literally wake up, like, heart racing, sweating, nervous. Why? Why? And then I get up and I live my day and I'm fine. But I'm like, what? It's very weird. I really hope it's not, like, a a new theme for me. Yeah. And I don't even know what to do about that. Like, obviously, it's got to be some, like, stress hormone or something. Yeah. (laughs) But, like... Yeah, just weird. Like even on the weekend, like a time when you would think it would be fine. So yeah. I'll be unpacking that one, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 
Interesting. Yeah. So that's a little unfortunate. But on the bright side, I do feel like I've been in the most like steady workout routine that I can remember in recent memory. Honestly, maybe since last year when we did the episode of like working out every day for a month, I feel like. Yeah. Um, Because I just – I found a little bar studio that I really like on ClassPass and I feel like I've been consistent with my ballet classes. And it is cross-training even if it doesn't sound like it. Like I feel like if you haven't done bar, you might be like, oh, isn't it just the same as ballet? But it's actually pretty different. You do most of it like parallel and it's just like it actually works pretty different muscles. So I like that it's – it feels like it's getting me better and like stronger for dance. But it's not too different because I don't really like things that are too different if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I feel like that's a win. So now I just have to figure out the weird sleep situation and then I'll be yeah. golden. So yeah, we'll see if that happens tomorrow. I don't really know. I don't really know what to do about it because I feel like you have more control over like your nighttime routine. Like if it was an issue of like having trouble falling asleep or something, which I've also had at different times, like yeah. at least it's kind of like light a candle, like use some like CBD oil, like mm-hmm. relax before bed. But it's like, what can I do about like my wake up routine? It's kind of just like... It's going to happen the way it happens. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I've had that happen on like specific days where like something that I didn't want to happen would happen. Yeah. Or like if I had like a intense day and I like knew it, but it's just like normal days. Yeah. Like a Saturday morning. Yeah. It's like relax. We're just (laughs) And I literally like shoot up and I'm like (gasps) (laughs) just to have to live life, I guess. My body's like, I can't believe this. Yeah, well, that's the human experience, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, for my weekend review, like I said, I moved. Uh, I actually technically moved towns, neighborhoods. I don't know. It technically you moved city limits. I guess you can say that yeah. you lived in Brookline before because you don't that live is there true. anymore. That is true. I lived in Brookline before, and now I am officially in Boston proper. I mm-hmm. guess you could say. Uh, I won't tell you my neighborhood. But yeah, we're here. We did the thing. I literally moved a week ago yesterday. Uh, and truthfully, I think I'm I'm in pretty good shape, all things considered. Today's the first day that I'm giving myself that credit. Um, literally all week long, I've just been like, I need to get unpacked as fast as possible because I get really affected by like the environment around me. And I don't like when it's chaotic. At least yeah. chaotic in a way that's, like, not easily fixable. Do you know what I mean? Like, you know how sometimes you'll just, like, live your life and your room gets, like, a little, uh, like, untidy. untidy. <laughs> and you're like, well, I know, yeah, I know deep down that, like, I can fix this in 20 minutes and then I'd have a clean room. But it's, like, when you're just staring at piles of boxes and you're like, this will take so much longer than 20 mm-hmm. minutes for me to have a comfortable environment. That's just what gets me, like, very bunched up and I bought like myself a lot of new like furniture pieces for my room which also means putting together furniture pieces for my room which I'm learning uh is not for me uh you know I'm a independent woman except for when it comes to using a screwdriver um or a hammer or uh any sort of screw or nail so that was uh That was interesting, but I did successfully today put together the iconic Ikea Alex drawers. This was my most successful mission yet. It was so easy. Did I make the top, the bottom, and the bottom, the top? Yes, I did. But I fixed it, and now 
They're ready to rumble. So that leads into the second part of my weekend review, which was I went to Ikea for the first time with Anya and my new roommate, Sam. And I I don't even – I was trying to explain this to my dad. I was like, dad, <laughs> Has he been? listen up. No. Really? I'm shocked. Yeah. I'm shocked at how yeah. many people have not been to Ikea. So I told my dad, I was like, here's what happens. You get there, right? This building is ginormous. Think of the biggest building you've seen in person and then double it. Yeah, And literally. now you're talking Ikea. <laughs> you go in and they bring you through the showrooms, right? And I was like, but it's not just like a Bob's furniture. It's like a museum of <laughs> yeah, Ikea yeah. products. And I was like, you have to take pictures of the tags if you like something to know where to find it later on in the journey. And I was like, and then it spits you out into a cafeteria. You enjoy some <laughs> Swedish meatballs, maybe a dessert or two. And then they say, go to the marketplace. And mm-hmm. anything that you could need for inside your home as far as like sheets, dishes, baskets, storage, like whatever it may be, that's in the marketplace. And then I was like, and then dad, you go into this warehouse And that's where you need the pictures that you took to find Mm -hmm. the bigger furniture that you need to assemble. And you put it on the little flat cart. And I was like, and then, Dad, it spits you out to buy frozen goods and ice cream. (laughs) It's a great summary. He he was like, oh. I was like, it truly is the Disney World of furniture. Like, It's it's a full day. That's why, like, we left kind of late because you had morning plans and – we were like trying to coordinate the plan and you were like, oh, you should like come see the new apartment first. And I was like, I don't think no. you understand. Yeah. I was like, we need we need time at Ikea. I know it closes at eight. I know it's three. We still got to go. Like, yeah. Yeah. And we well, left at like 720. I was just going to say, mm-hmm. I noticed we got there like right after four and we left, yeah, like 720. So literally, a, and you, you kind of said it would be like a three to four hour experience. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that was like us being – even more like efficient yeah with our time well and i feel like we were pretty like targeted because number one you knew exactly what you wanted to look at which isn't always the case when you go to ikea and number two uh we we knew we had limited space because we took my car and i have a beetle so like we we pretty much maxed out trunk capacity (laughs) yeah with the limited stuff we got yeah well we did get a decent amount of stuff yeah though like all things since I'm like my wallet would argue that I got a decent amount of stuff. Um, but yeah, but so I got the Alex drawers. I did get a chair for my apartment. I had to order it because it was out of stock. I don't uh, think it would have fit in the car anyway. Though. I don't think it, yeah. no, definitely not. Uh, or it would have been on my lap. Uh, <laughs> but which I would have done, but so that's coming in uh this week. Got some plates, got uh I see. Anya's mushroom lamp. We got matching mushroom lamps. No bulbs, though. No bulbs. No. We should have known. Usually, Ikea, if it needs a specific bulb, because I do have a light fixture from them that has a very specific bulb, normally it's, like, nearby. So I just assumed it was included. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I didn't think about it. But, yeah, now we don't have any bulbs, so we have to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a problem for another time. Yeah. It's cute Um, for, for now, regardless. Yeah, yeah. I have other other means of lighting my my room. But yeah, I overall I think what did I give it? Like a nine out of ten? Yeah, nine out of ten. I would give it and I stick by that. I can't imagine going there without a set plan though. Just like yeah. letting well, IKEA tell you what you need. If no. you just like had to furnish a whole place, like 
it kind of is set up for that because like you kind of walk in and it's like all right like sofa section and then it's like dining set section like you kind of could just like walk through and like pick everything but it would be crazy overwhelming and crazy expensive and that's with it being like ikea is pretty reasonably priced Mm -hmm. but we were even saying we saw a saw Anya's exact couch and it was like $300 more than when you bought it so yeah well because we got it in 2021 I forget what it's called but it's like one of the ones that pulls out um and I remember distinctly it being $599 and mm-hmm. um at Ikea it was $899 this time so yeah crazy inflation. inflation supply chain yeah but yeah well I'm glad I could be there to witness your first ikea experience yeah i am willing so to go much. back at any time i just got a bunch of like little doodads and like i got one nightstand that was the only like furniture thing but other mm-hmm. than that i just vibed basically which is thrilling in ikea yeah yeah and uh congrats on the move Thanks. hopefully you won't do it again next year unless you want to yeah that would be that would be nice i mm-hmm. you know i kind of i feel like moving is almost like giving birth where you kind of forget how horrible it is yeah. Uh, when it comes time to do it again. And you're like, this is fine. But I want you to tell me if I'm like, I'm thinking of moving, be like, if there is an option to, <laughs> to not, not, yeah, maybe consider it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's move into our favorite. So ironically, one of my items is something I got yesterday at Ikea. But I already like it enough to bring it up. It's called the – okay, it's the O with the two dots above it. I don't know what that translates to in terms of pronunciation. But it's the – it's O-V-N-I-N-G. So like ovning perhaps is how I would say it. Yeah. But it's basically – you've probably seen it. It's one of those like ergonomic foot things that you put under a desk so that your feet don't have to sit flat on the ground but rather like are like slightly elevated and like your knees can bend a little more. And I'm one who always sits really weird in desk chairs. Like I'm always like putting a knee up or both knees up or like leaning weird. And in general, I find I'm most comfy with my knees up closer to my chest, which I've heard can be like a symptom of things. (laughs) I haven't dug into it too much, but it could be like a hypermobility thing and that kind of thing. Um, As far as like blood flow. Yeah, I don't know. I thought you were going to say like an anxiety thing. And I was like, no, I think it could have to do with like blood flow. Like if you find yourself always drawn to sitting in certain ways, it might be because you have like some underlying reason for that. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm not that worried about it, but I'm always more comfortable with my legs bent. Like even if I'm just laying on the ground, I would rather have my feet bent or my knees bent. Um, Or like if I'm in the car for a long time, I like to sit with my knees up. You probably noticed I did that at the movies. Like we went to see Barbie. I like my knees like in. Yeah. I don't know why. I've just always been like that. So I feel like this kind of helps you like replicate it in a more like posture, like friendly way because it's obviously not Mm -hmm. great to sit like that when you're typing and stuff. Um, And so it has like two sides. You can either have it like the flat part is on the ground and your feet are sitting on the curved part or you can actually flip it and have it so um, the flat part is what your feet are sitting on. So I like both ways. I guess I'll see which way I like better. But I already feel like it's it's like what I've needed because I can sit in a more like appropriate meeting way but like have my feet propped up a little bit which is always how I want to be so if you're the type person to always want to like have your knees close to you I recommend (laughs) and you definitely don't have to get the Ikea one because Ikea is actually kind of annoying when it comes to shipping like little items like I feel like it's not that easy so yeah I I would just look up like ergonomic footrest on like Amazon I bet you'll see them but yeah so that's the first thing and then the second thing I think I talked about like earlier this year how I was like in my dance mom's era 
But I haven't really been into YouTube lately. Like, I don't know. I just, none of my subscriptions have been like speaking to me. I haven't been like excited about anyone lately. Um, and so I've been in my Dance Moms era again. And I had previously exhausted Dance Moms on Disney Plus because they only had seasons one, two, and seven. And I was like, well, what am I supposed to do? Come to find out the Lifetime app has every episode. So I've been making my way through. I'm in season, end of season four right now. And it's just so fun. And it's also nice because you can do it on your computer or on the iPad or on your phone. So like no matter mm-hmm. where I am, I've got access to Dance Moms <laughs> and it's it's thrilling. And I mean, it's a ridiculous show coming from the dance world, but like entertaining nonetheless. Yeah. You know? I'm liking, yeah. I'm liking the storylines. I like the costumes. So it brings yeah. me back. Um, yeah. I can't interfere. It's a canon event, you know? Yeah. And like any Lifetime show seems like it's on their app. So I don't even know what other like big Lifetime shows there were. I feel like that was like the Google. biggest one. Um, oh yeah, I guess. Why did I? I just um, confused Lifetime with TLC. So yeah, like, oh, you could probably no, different. Kids and counting. No, you can't. Yeah, different so, networks. Same energy though. True. Same chaos. I would say. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's it for yeah. me. Uh, my favorite's also pretty short and sweet, and I feel like I'm a little late to the game. But have you seen this sweet pepper and cucumber salad on TikTok? No, but I like cucumber salads, so I'm listening. I think you would like it a lot. So you basically just cut up like one or two mini cucumbers. uh, And then, you know, like the little uh, mini sweet peppers, you can get them at like Trader Joe's and Whole Foods. Is it like a banana pepper? No, they look like mini bell and taste like mini bell peppers, basically, Hmm. but like slightly sweeter. Um, They normally like come in a bag. But so you chop up some cucumber, you chop up the sweet peppers, uh, and then you mix it with like any like ginger dressing, I got this like honey ginger dressing from Whole Foods, uh, the chili onion crunch from Trader Joe's, and then some everything but the bagel seasoning. Mix that all up. Hmm. It is so good. I like sounds like kind of a tr- funky combo, right? That's why I wanted to try it because I kept seeing it on TikTok, and I was like, well, I like individually like all of these ingredients. But never in this lifetime would I have thought to mix them together. So I was like, I'll give it a try. Like, hopefully, if you like it all, when you mix it together, it's so good. And it's just, it's like the perfect addition to like any meal to like add a little extra veg. And I feel like it's so nice for the summer because it's very like crisp. Mm -hmm. Um, Crunchy. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm not even like the biggest cucumber fan i like cucumbers in like very specific circumstances it's one of the foods that i'm trying to work on liking more because i want to like them see that's kind of me with peppers like i love cucumbers but i don't love peppers that much so okay well then maybe you should try this and maybe Mm -hmm. this will give you the same experience with the peppers as it is the cucumbers Mm -hmm. because and the the sweet peppers are good it's a i say it's like a bell pepper but it looks more like a bell pepper in appearance it definitely has like a sweeter taste to it than a bell yeah like i don't hate peppers but like i'm never like one of my old roommates was like the type to cut up a pepper and like eat it with hummus and it would be like a delicious snacky Mm -hmm. and i was like i would never choose that like yeah yeah i'm not the type yeah fair enough these well the mini sweet peppers would be good for that without having to do any chopping because you can just Mm -hmm. dip and crunch but and they come in different colors yeah like in the bag it'll come it with red uh orange and yellow so then Do you like, subscribe to the idea that it's age, not variety? <laughs> yes, only because I haven't heard any other like, oh, okay. 
I think for some people, this is like mind blowing. Like they think it's just like different varieties. Like you plant different color flowers, you plant different color peppers. Yeah. But have you ever gotten like a yellow pepper that's like half green? Yeah. And then it like turns. Yeah. Yellow. So that's why I'm like, that's the only like logical explanation for how they ended up being mm-hmm. different colors. So I do subscribe to that is the short answer. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here, folks. All right, we're going to take a quick ad break, and then we'll be back to talk about getting on track with finance. As you all know, we're both trying to work towards our wellness goals this year, and that's why we're excited to introduce Liquid IV as the sponsor of this episode. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you can get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, and on long flights. We actually used Liquid IV when we were traveling in Europe last year, and it definitely helped us recover after some long nights out. Plus, it was super convenient packaging to keep in our suitcases and in our purses throughout the day. My personal favorite flavor is watermelon, but I'm excited to try the new strawberry lemonade flavor too. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TDH at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TDH at liquidiv.com. All right, we're back and we are going to be talking about ways to get back on track with your finances. I think we've all had months where, you know, we spend more than we want to and then it can feel very daunting to like get back on track. So we're going to be sharing some tips, sharing some mindsets that might help. So yeah, I think just kind of taking a step back and recognizing like, especially in your 20s, we all go through periods of time where you're spending more than you may want to, whether it be for like a semi-valid reason, like moving, and it's just like the nature of that is expensive and then you can't really do anything about it. Or just because you're kind of like going through, you know, a period where you need extra dopamine and you're spending, Mm -hmm. doing some, you know, extra shopaholic tendencies than you normally would. Um, and you might just, you know, have months where you can't save, can't invest as much money as you would want, or maybe you can't save and invest at all. Sometimes like last minute life expenses come up, your car needs to get fixed. Like there's so many reasons that you might feel off track when like financially. And it's a very like uneasy feeling in general, but it's also very like personal. Like it's kind of weird. Like people don't really talk about it that much. I feel like with each other, like it's, I feel like people are pretty open of like, oh, I'm having like a bad mental health month or like. I'm having, you know, a bad health month or whatever, but it's like no one really is like, oh, I'm having a bad like finance month, but like we all do. Yeah, so true. And that was us this past month. So here yeah. we are. Yeah, I know for me, you have a more valid reason, but for me, it was the <laughs> feeling just particularly shoppy, uh, which happens sometimes, which is fine. I yeah. also got, I got a promotion or not a promotion. I got a raise. And so I was feeling like, I was like, let's celebrate. And then yeah. I just you know, retail therapy my way into spiral. Um, <laughs> and I also like, I was particularly shoppy this past, past month, but I also was like unusually um, financially avoidant. Like I feel like normally I'm kind of like check every week, audit the charges, make sure they all make sense, you know, yeah. whatever, pay stuff when I need to. But I feel like this past month I was kind of like, if I don't look at it, 
It's it not won't. a problem. Yeah, it <laughs> won't matter. So that was kind of me. And then I feel like it's even harder to finally like go back and look at it because you know you have it in a few weeks and then you know it's yeah. going to be worse than you expect. Um, but in general, I know that biting the bullet and like finally logging in, paying stuff off will make me feel better. And in general, like it's never as bad as it seems, I guess. Like in my head, I like, you know, boil it up to be this huge thing. I'm going to log in and owe thousands of dollars. And like, that's never the case. Like, yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. What was your experience this past month with moving? Yeah. I, so I feel like there's so many like little expenses with moving that come up. So like things like buying new like storage and furniture and things to like upgrade your space because I feel like a lot of people when you move you end up kind of wanting to like redecorate a little bit and obviously I'm reusing like a a decent amount of the stuff that I had in my last apartment I think like I also wanted to upgrade some pieces um particularly in my bedroom because I was moving into a basically completely furnished apartment that it was like, well, this is my space where I can like buy new things and decorate and, and you know, revamp where I want to. Uh, but that's expensive. And then just like little things like the first grocery shop mm-hmm. when you're like, I need salt. Yeah. Because I don't have salt and I need like mustard. And you just you're, – you're never buying those like every single week and now all of a sudden you have to like buy all those things plus like real food that will sustain you for the week. Um, I feel like that ends up being expensive. And then also when you are moving, I feel like those last, especially that last week or so in your old place is a heavy like takeout, eat out. Mm-hmm. That's a good week point. Because you don't want to like buy groceries that you can't finish. Like you're trying to just like finish your food, but then like your dinner ends up being like impossible nuggets and some saltine crackers. And you're like, this isn't going <laughs> to cut it. Um. So I feel like I spent a lot of money eating out, a lot of money on just like groceries generally, a lot of money on general household stuff. And then I also like there were times where I wanted to like shop and like live my Mm -hmm. life. Like, you know what I mean? It all just, it added up quite quickly. Uh, And now here I am, but it's okay. I... Am like dipping into my savings, but I need to remind myself that this is exactly what savings are for. Right. Like, you save for things like moving when you're having a lot of expenses <laughs> come up at once. Like that mm-hmm. is legitimately why you save, uh, so that you don't have to panic when expenses come up all at once. Um, and, it's and yet not like here I, you are panicking. <laughs> and yet here I am, anxious, uh, <laughs> upset, feeling like a failure because I have to draw from my savings, even though. Any financial analyst designed for this purpose. (laughs) Yeah, would be like, very good job having a savings to help you do this. But anyways, that's where I'm at. So I also, I that's what I keep reminding myself. I'm like, Kylie, you literally have, if I needed to pay off my credit cards right this second, I could do it. Like I have Mm -hmm. enough money between my checkings and my savings to do it. So that's why I need to uh, maybe touch grass and relax. Mm -hmm. And were you like more proactive or would you say you were more avoidant with the with the statements Mm. definitely avoidant but I'm always avoidant I'm always (laughs) like (laughs) that's none of my business (laughs) I have like a payday routine that I go through and then like I'll check like if I just get the urge to be like let me check or like if I have like an issue like you know sometimes you'll just have like a package that doesn't get delivered or something and then you go and check to see if like you were charged little things like that 
Um, but other than that, I like, especially in months like this, I'm like, well, that sign can't stop me because I can't read. So mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lick. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that I need to get better at because it's like, it's okay. If you spent the money, you spent the money. It doesn't matter yeah. if you open the app or not. So. That's true. It's what's done is done. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm always like, I watch a bunch of like personal finance adjacent like YouTubers and stuff and they'll all have like a routine where they literally like log every expense in like a tracker and like go through it and I'm like that would be a great idea and yeah I'm sure it would make me feel better about things yet here I am month over month simply not doing that yeah I started doing that at the beginning of this month too because we had talked about wanting to do a finance episode. Mm-hmm. We talked about wanting to do a low spend month. Yeah, uh, and then here we are. Month, which is hilarious. <laughs> uh, so I started and then as I like started spending money on moving stuff, it all honestly, it started with Prime Day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, maybe I don't have to track everything that I spend my <laughs> money on this month. Maybe that can be in August. Like, this is a special uh, expense. I won't count it. It's not a regular thing. Yeah. And then yeah. you just say that for everything. Yeah. And then nothing changes. And yeah. I'll be at the end of August like, well, I had some more special expenses come up. So yeah. I should do it for August. Yeah. Not sponsored, obviously, but I do – see this brand a lot it's called the line and they have a digital budget tracker that is like you do purchase it but it's like pretty nominal because it's just like a digital file kind of thing and it is like built for like ready for you to put in like all of your different expenses and it'll like do cool charts for you if you have like a couple months and that kind of thing so like I have been thinking about sending it with that Mm. so I don't know we'll see yeah I I there's also like ones on like Etsy Mm-hmm. Um, like uh probably similar yeah like google sheet style um and those end up being like two or three bucks half the time i'm always like i feel like you should be charging more me admitting to spending copious amounts of money giving business advice i feel like they could charge more for those <laughs> than two to three bucks but i buy it so and then don't use it so they got me <laughs> yep but yeah so that's our experience and then the whole point of this episode is that, like anything in life, just because you aren't happy with where your spending is at right now doesn't mean you can't get back on track. So here's Anya and I admitting that we're not super happy with where our spending is right now, but we'll spend some time going into ways uh, that you can start to get your savings or get your finances and your savings probably uh, back on track. And keep in mind that like, depending on what your like normal spending habits are if you had a high spending month you might be able to like get back on track in a month you also might not be able to Mm -hmm. get like fully to where you want to be in a month uh so you know give yourself some grace give yourself some patience with like the timing of it all uh because yeah i know like i feel like i'm in a position where if i I'm just a bit more uh frugal in august i think I'll, i'll bounce back a little because i had such like a What's the word I'm looking for? Uncommon, mm-hmm. like unusual. life event, unusual life event, um, or infrequent, I guess, uh, infrequent spending going on. But if if you're not in that position and you're just trying to like break an overspending habit generally, then it might take you a couple of months to like get into those habits, and that's totally okay. This is a judgment free zone and just some ideas to get you started on that journey. Yeah, I did actually include that point like a little further down in the episode oh okay 
I'm like, just because you stole my thunder, I gotta gotta get it back. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like to that point, like if you think of any routine that you're trying to implement in your life, like you get the ones you don't ever actually accomplish are the ones where you're like, I'm gonna wake up at 6 a.m. and then after that, I'm gonna do my whole skincare routine and then I'm gonna make a smoothie and then I'm gonna go for a walk. It's like those don't end up being sustainable. You kind of have yeah. to like start with waking up at 6 a.m. for a few weeks. Then maybe you have the skincare and like you got to build on yeah. existing habits. So it's like the same thing with like finances. Like if you try to do all of these things all at once, you're just going to set yourself up for failure and then you're going to feel discouraged and you're going to be like, I'm bad with money. When in reality, you're fine with money. You just have to take it slow and like be yeah. realistic to, yeah. to touch some grass, you know? Yeah. Um. So unfortunately, the first tip you probably saw coming, but it's really to just like assess what went wrong in your mind the past mm-hmm. month. Take a look at your expenses, reflect on like your highest spending categories, determine if there's any areas where you can cut down spending for the next month. So for me, I would say in general, my highest spend categories are usually like food and dining out. Yeah. Uh, normally, like we're a big Grubhub household, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but this past month was definitely more shopping, which is unusual for me. Um, so like I'm not too worried about it as like a long term habit, but that yeah. doesn't mean I doesn't I don't still wanna get down the overall like I don't want it to go just other categories you know like I'd rather yeah. it come down in general yeah yeah um and yours was definitely moving but what would you say it normally is um normally probably like dining out mm-hmm. for sure dining out and like groceries mm-hmm. um but yeah this time around I would say it was like general household items home mm-hmm. home spending. homewares yeah home yeah. goods So then the next thing that you can do is come up with a plan to pay back any debt you may have accrued. Uh, Obviously, this isn't going to apply if you're just talking about like general spending, but not necessarily like debt accumulation. But if you are using credit cards or anything like that, um, start with paying down your high interest debts first. So that is usually like a credit card payment um, or refinancing to lower your interest rates. this one is, as you can probably tell, it's very personal to what like your own circumstances are. You know, you may be overspending, but still able to pay off your credit card with one paycheck, um, in which case, like, obviously, you don't have to spend too much time paying mm-hmm. down debt because it's a bit more feasible. But if you end up with, you know, unexpected um, high cost purchases uh, that you have to put on credit cards, then you may be looking at like a repayment plan. Uh, to get that down a bit. And so just figuring out where your highest interest rates are and starting there uh, is the best because obviously interest accrues over time. So you want to get those high interest rates out of here. Pay that mm-hmm. down. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's how they get you with the, the yeah. high interest rates. The banks say, you want to borrow money? Okay. At, at a high cost. Yeah. Yeah. Literally 20% APR. <laughs> and you're like, that's cool. crazy. Yeah. I love uh, exploitation by capitalism. I was just going to say, I love capitalism. Thanks so much. Um, Our next tip is, I should probably do this, set up an automatic transfer to your savings accounts. I've always been more of the mindset that I like to be hands-on and like manually moving stuff around. Mm -hmm. Um, But depending on the kind of person that you are, this might make you way less likely to spend the money if like you never see it in your checking. You can even go a step further I noticed this because I was helping some of our new hires set up their like payroll. Um, You can even have most of the time your paycheck 
automatically split between two accounts. So like, it's not even that it like oh. hits your account and then like you have a manual or you have an automatic transfer. You can literally like when you go into your payroll system, most likely, I don't know what platform people use, but it seems like most of them have an option where you can say like 40% go to this account and like 40% go to this account and whatever. So like you can literally just have a certain amount automatically set up to go to like your literal different savings account so that you actually never see it. I feel like that's what I should do. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So kind of interesting. I never really thought about it. Like I remember seeing that option when I was like setting it up years ago and I was kind of like, why would you do that? But now I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I feel about that because – like, what if you do have a month where you're just, like, mm. not able to save as much as you normally want to or can't save? And then it's, like, going through the hassle of – I guess it depends on, like, how your savings account is set up. But most of my savings is in a bank different from yeah. my checking. So it would take a couple of business days to see that money. And it's, like, well, if you, God forbid, like, had an emergency where you needed the money now, I could see that being an issue. But that's interesting. If that sounds like it would be something that would work for you, definitely do it. But I'm skeptical. Mm. I don't think I would I work like for it. me because I have most of my – like my savings account is with the same bank. So yeah. yeah. And like the whole point is that you should transfer a, a percentage that you know like yeah. you don't need to access yeah. immediately for the most That's part. That's true. And can always like, you, like do like the minimum what you can swing every month mm-hmm. and then you can always transfer over more manually mm-hmm. if you wanted to. That's a good point. The next tip is if you choose to budget, be realistic about how much you need to spend in each category. Uh, I'm adding me so hard right now because I think this is why I struggle to stick with a budget is because I'm not – I don't BFFR mm-hmm. when I'm setting my my budget for the various categories. My ass is like $100 on groceries. Yeah. In this economy? No. <laughs> that's not true. Um, or even just like things like – the more like want categories of dining out and stuff like I think it's obviously it makes sense to try to you know cut down your spending in those categories but like really look at your month ahead and figure out where are the places where I will want to like celebrate or like Mm -hmm. spend time with people and will that include eating out and how much is it realistically when I eat out every time and then go from there like I think I just I have this like pipe dream idea of like, oh, I can only spend $50 this month at a restaurant. Like no problem. And it's like $50 is literally two drinks. What are you talking about? No, you're not. So, and I think if I was more realistic, because obviously because I'm lowballing all of these categories and then I just end up overspending and then I feel like shit about myself and I'm like, well, it's better if I just don't know. So then I avoid it and I don't do it. So instead, maybe I should try to just like realistically look at my spending and budget from there. I know you all are sitting there thinking, Kylie, this is so far from groundbreaking. It's not even <laughs> funny, but <laughs> it's groundbreaking for me. No, I think it is It is a good note to like maybe look at last month and like even if you didn't do how you wanted to do last month, maybe let's say you spent 500 bucks eating out last month. Mm-hmm. Like if that's your baseline, don't try to inc- decrease it to a hundred bucks the next month. Like yeah, BFFR maybe make it four hundred the next month. Yeah. And like once it it goes back to that habit thing. It's like you kind of have to work incrementally if you want something to be sustainable. Yeah. So it's some people I think can operate with just like a shock to the system, but not everyone is like that. So yeah, um, yeah. and like a good point on like looking 
forward to the month ahead. Like don't just blindly set your budget. Like actually look at your calendar and be like, okay, whose birthday is coming up? What weekend trips do I have planned? Like think through it that way. Cause like, obviously you're going to be disappointed in yourself if you go on a weekend trip and you eat out the whole time when you set your budget to like way less than that. So yeah. Yeah. Like try to be a little more conscious. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, our next one is if you are the type of person that might benefit from like a shock to the system, kind of restart the system, um, you can consider a low spend or a no spend month. Obviously a no spend month doesn't mean you actually spend nothing, but it means like any, you cut out like any non-essentials. I have never done this. I would be interested to see how I would do. I don't imagine I would do well, but also (laughs) I define a lot of things as essentials that definitely aren't like, I'm like, could I do like class pass? Like, is that an essential? I don't know. Um, But also just consider like if your habits have to do with credit cards or things that like enable you um, and consider using cash or like debit until you've gotten your habits under control, potentially, yeah. if that's a, an area that's challenging for you. I've always been tempted to try cash envelopes. I don't think that I have an unhealthy relationship with credit. Like I don't look at it as like endless money. Like I only spend money that I have, but I do think that, and this gets into the next point a little bit, if I created a little more friction with mm-hmm. spending, if I made it harder for myself to spend it would probably be a good thing. So I'm tempted to try it, but I don't know if I'll ever actually do that. Yeah. I'm tempted to like, instead of a low spend month, like honing in on one specific category. So being like, let me try a month where I do no online shopping. Mm, Yeah. And it's like going from there. Let me try a month where I do no No takeout. Like if I, yeah, if I buy food out, it's for like social events or even like the opposite, maybe no eating out of restaurants. But I feel like that, that's a bit harder and Start, mm-hmm. start to like impede on your social life um but yeah i i would do something like that over like a low spend because i also think i i and again it depends on where you're at in your financial dur- journey but that can just like really start to impede on like the things that bring you joy and like the ability for you to just like live your life you don't want to yeah. be that buzzkill that like goes out to dinner and is like oh i ate at home like i'm just here for the vibes like but, like, also if that's the position you have to be in, like, yeah. one of my later tips, which we can just talk about now because we're kind of getting into it, but, like, was to share your goals with people that are mm. close to you if you, like, feel comfortable yeah. doing that. Because then hopefully if you, like, tell your friends, like, hey, I, I'm, you know, I am paying off my credit card right now. I'm not, like, feeling good about finances this month. Like, can we hang out, like, at home? Or, like, you know, sharing your goals with your friends might encourage them to, like, if you send them the water bottle you're looking at and you say, which color should I get? They say none. Or like, um, if you can go on like a picnic <laughs> like, instead happy. of like, yeah, literally did that yesterday. Um, instead of like trying a new restaurant. So I feel like it is, it can be good for the people around you to know if they're like supportive, yeah. but yeah, like if you don't actually have to be that aggressive, then I agree. It's kind of like, yeah, you have to find the balance for yourself. Yeah, a hundred percent. And you have to, it requires a lot of like upfront reflection and mm-hmm. uh, I don't even know if like discipline is the right word, but just like realistic mindset and goal setting. It requires a lot of BFFRing with yeah, yourself. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> trying to say more eloquently. <laughs> So the next tip, Anya started to get into this, is creating friction with spending. So this looks like removing your card from your browser. What is it? The like 
keychain um, or whatever keychain that like automatically will just fill in your card number for you if you're like on your phone shopping apple pay um because man is it's crazy how your phone is your whole wallet these days yeah i actually haven't set that up on purpose <laughs> yeah i have <laughs> i know I, I see you i see you pay with your phone i'm always like that's high tech and then i just don't do it yeah, I like it when I'm just like out and about running errands and I like have – I tend to like have a tote bag and if my wallet ends up like at the bottom as I've been mm-hmm. like accumulating stuff on said errands, then it's just easier to grab my phone and tap it that way. Um, I'm like, but I should probably, you know, stop. Uh, leaving the house without your wallet is a big one. This only really works if your whole wallet isn't in your yeah. Apple wallet, but <laughs> you know what we mean. Uh, creating a waiting period before you order something. This is a big one. This one, I'm, I actually did such a good job with this. I saw a perfume sampler at Sephora, one of the ones where it comes with a voucher for you to redeem for mm-hmm. a full size. And I said to Sam, I said, if I still want it on August 15th, oh. then I can buy it. That's like a long waiting period too. That was like over yeah. two weeks. Wow. Well, because I knew I was coming off of like a very high spending month. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me have my end of July paycheck hit. And then August 15th is when my next paycheck hits. And then let's see where we're at. And Um, you can even start like a note on your phone for like this kind of stuff. Like just put the links there. Like, because sometimes I I always get nervous that I'm like, but if I don't buy it now, like I'll lose the opportunity. And it's like, okay, maybe sometimes you miss like a sale or something gets sold out, but like probably not. Like, (laughs) probably not. And like, if it's sold out, like, if it's something that you really truly need, you're not going to set that waiting period. Mm-hmm. You are just going to get it in that moment. So if it's something that you're setting that waiting period for, you don't absolutely need it. So if it sells out, like I take that as a sign from the universe of like, okay, I wasn't meant to spend my money on that. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, you know, move that money elsewhere. That perfume would have stunk anyway. Yeah, I would have been a stinky girl and nobody wants that. <laughs> And then I'll just go into the last tip since we covered sharing your goals with your friends, having an accountability buddy. Uh, and that is cutting yourself some slack. I feel like we've like had this underlying tone throughout the episode. Um, but I think that if you have made it this far in the episode, you are at least interested in assessing your spending, understanding your spending, being a better spender, just like better with your finances in general. Uh, and that's big. Not everyone is like in that position. Not everyone wants to like fix Mm -hmm. their spending at this point in time so I think that's you know that's an accomplishment in of itself and I think to Anya's earlier point everyone has bad finance months whether or not they'll admit to it Um, and that's okay like life is expensive being a human being on this earth is expensive and sometimes you have to spend your money on things that you don't normally spend them on sometimes you just spend your money because that's what brings you joy that month doesn't matter what it is if you're just ready to get in the position of, you know, getting back on track, I think that's that's an accomplishment in and of itself. So don't like beat yourself up too hard. Finances are, they're important. They're a huge part of your life. And money is also, or at least I think you and I have the mindset of like money is like fluid. Money comes in, money comes out mm-hmm. type of vibe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like as you have a job, I'm assuming <laughs> you have a job, you have a way to pay the bills, like the money that you spend will come back to you in due time. Um, and hopefully when it comes back to you, you're, you have some better habits or habits that align more closely with your personal goals. We were saying yesterday, I just have like absolutely unhinged ideas that I'm just going to be wealthy someday. 
Yeah. So just also, <laughs> I'm like, just be delusional. Just count on that. Yeah. <laughs> just be delusional and, you know, assume that you're going to be rich one day. But like, actually, though, we t- we did an episode about this. Like, having a positive money mindset does yeah. actually impact, like, having an abundance versus – um, what's the opposite of an abundance mindset? Uh, a scarcity. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, having an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset, like, actually does make a big difference, whether you're consciously thinking about it or not. So even just, like – putting in the effort to have an abundance mindset, you'd be surprised how much it'll make an impact. And like, I think this is said with a lot of areas of life, but you kind of have to like see the more negative side of things to have an opportunity to do better. And so I think just kind of like, you know, not beating yourself up too much, kind of just like observing what went wrong, closing that chapter and like really looking at it as like an opportunity to do better and to like learn from yourself it's really all you can do. Just try to better yourself after a setback. That's all. That's that's all humans really can can ask for. So yeah, it's true. But with that, we hope this episode brought you some calm. If you've been feeling stressed about finances, I feel like it can be very, uh, it can be overwhelming. And like you said, you can feel very alone in mm-hmm. uh, your financial struggles, but. Hopefully this – I know I feel better when I have, like, actionable solutions that I could implement. Um, so hopefully this episode gave you at least one thing that, like, resonated and that you feel like you can accomplish um, in the coming month with your finances. And good luck. I mean, we're all just going to be super hot and super rich one day. Yeah, I can't look wait. back at this episode and laugh and be yeah. like, I can't believe we were stressed about money. Like, yeah. how rich we are right now, but <laughs> – Right. Well, leave us um, in the Spotify question and answer which tip you're going to try or if you have a different Ooh, tip yes. that we didn't answer. I, I'm i really trying to get the Spotify feature off the ground because it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun because we can see it and we can publish responses if like, they're yeah. good. So if you want to get published on the page. Be good. <laughs> yeah. Be, just leave us a good response. It's easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to get that off the ground. So it's a good like – podcasts have such few interaction mechanisms. So yeah. please participate. We'd love to see what you have to say. Yeah. And you know what to do. You can follow us on Instagram. Reach out to us via our anonymous suggestion box. Some of you do that, which is sweet. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will be back next week. Same time, same place. We are nothing if not consistent. So, so we'll see you then. Bye, besties. Bye.